Kilda. Um, this is Pip Adam. I hope you're doing okay. Um, so, I think it is impossible to talk about jokes in literature without talking about Bill Manhire. Um, Bill's work is often filled with wordplay and pun, and I think is oftentimes very hilarious. There's often this um, understatement, which I always find um, really funny. And I think that um, what I really love in literature is when something is bittersweet. Like I often think about how um, laughing and crying, they kind of feel similar in the body. Like it's a similar kind of shuddering feeling. And um, yeah, and, and when those two things come together, it's I find it really beautiful when something um, that hits very deep at the level of being human or something speaks to that sort of experience of being human but um, it sort of takes you off guard with its humour or maybe it just invites you in a little bit more with its humour and play. There's a fantastic quote by Bill which I'm just um, going to read and it goes, I suppose... What I really like is to set up a system which looks wonderfully secure when you first encounter it on the page, but within the framework there are crazy things which tip the reader off balance. So that's Bill Manhire, and I think, yet again, that could be an extremely um, good definition for what we talked about two exercises ago, about that idea of um, a joke always being about or humor always being about us expecting one thing and those expectations being um yeah usurped that's not the right word subverted is the right word I think usurp is when you take over a government or something anyway so thinking about Bill Manhire today we are going to look at riddle poems or we're going to look at the riddle as a thing. I've got a long-winded definition of the riddle, which I am now going to read. A riddle is a statement or question or phrase having a double or veiled meaning, put forth as a puzzle to be solved. Riddles are of two types. Enigmas, which are problems generally expressed in metaphorical or allegorical language that require ingenuity and careful thinking for their solution, and conundra, which are questions relying for their effects on punning in either the question or the answer. Um, so what I really like about riddles, I find riddles absolutely infuriating. There is something about my mind that just never works in the right way to solve riddles. But there is one that um, I just looked it up, and it's the riddle of the Sphinx. I have no idea. I remember hearing it very early on and thinking... That's clever. And I'm still not sure I actually get it. Anyway, the riddle of the Sphinx is it goes in the morning on four feet, at lunchtime on two, at the evening on three. So um, the answer to that riddle, of course, is um, a human, you know, a, a person. And um, I think what it means, the, the three thing always gets me. Um, because I think I associated it with the Sphinx and thought people didn't have walking, walking sticks in those days. Anyway, so um, the four feet in the morning is crawling, the two feet at lunchtime is standing, and the three feet in the evening is a walking stick. So that's an example, like a very conventional example of um, 
a riddle. And what I love about it is yet again, it is a thing that relies on this weird state of being two things, three things, four things at once. So um, this wonderful, it's almost like a metaphor, you're describing one thing as if it were something else. And yet at the same time you're describing that thing. So this kind of magic I just absolutely love for the head trip that it gives me. What I wanted to do was read a couple of um, Bill Manhire's poems from um, Call Me By My Name, which is like a whole book of riddles, um, just to show, I guess, how far the form can go. Like, I just think, um, yeah, these are beautiful. So I'm just going to read them. The book set out really nicely in that you have, um, I think it's like this everywhere, um, you, you start with a number and then at the end it tells you the solution. So the solution isn't on the page while you're reading it, which is kind of great. So this is Riddle 9 from Call Me By My Name by Bill Manhire. I am quiet when I call. I am the nothing that is all. I am the wave that will not fall. I shine on seas beyond the moon. I am the bride without a groom. I am the yawning afternoon. I am the land without a stone. I am silence on her throne. I am water turning into bone. Oh my gosh. I love this poem so much. Um, and maybe because I know the solution to it. Do you know what the solution is to it? It's ice. Yes, ice. So great. I'm going to read um, riddle number 13 now. So yeah, this is another one of my favorites. I have a human name. And yet I take no breath. My life has fled, yet I am here to talk about my death. I make you think of her. I make you think of me. I make you think of your good self and all your ancestry. I'm standing in a line. I'm here where you can see. I make you think of those you love and all your ancestry. Do you know what that one is? I feel so brainy because I've got the answers. Anyway, that is a headstone, which I think is wonderful too. The other amazing thing about riddles is that um, I know this. I know not all of them are like this, but there's the ability to personify the object, which is just so amazing. Like this calling from the object is always just so beautiful. So those are two poems by Bill Manhire from um, Call Me By My Name. That you can get that from Victoria University Press. Um, uh, you can get it from uh, bookstores as well. Um, so we are going to do an exercise now. The first thing I want you to do is find an object nearby. Just go for the first thing that you see. Don't think about it too seriously. So grab an object from nearby. What I want you to do is brainstorm a word bank of words to do with that object. So I'm just going to give you two minutes to jot down as many words as you can to do with that object. So two minutes starting from now.
Okay, now what you're going to do is write for three minutes about that object without using any of the words from the word bank. So those words are off limits. Any words that you have in that word bank, don't use them. And we're going to write for three minutes about that object. If you feel inclined, you could embody that object and um, start with an I am statement and see where you go with that. Don't worry too much about rhyme. Don't worry too much about form. I know that some people are just amazing at this and can just whip it up, you know, and just, you know, make it look magnificent. But if it's going to look messy, that's fantastic too. Prose writers, I still think this is an amazing way to have a go um, at getting some prose on the page, which is odd and strange. So three minutes from now, write about the object you chose and do not use any of the words in the word bank that you made.
Okay, how did that go? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, oh my gosh, riddles. Um, I'm gonna, what am I gonna do? I think I'm gonna finish with one more riddle from Bill Manhire. Um, this again is from Call Me By My Name. Um, it's 12, and um, yeah, this is 12. I am a wonder to behold. I lift and hold. I lift and hold. I stand yet move from side to side. I reach you with a single stride. I reach an arch. I reach an arch. I feel the soldiers when they march. I am the hope on which you cross. If you lose me, you are lost. I swing and sway. I swing and sway. I hear the children when they play. I am the hope on which you cross. If you lose me, you are lost. And that, my friends, is a bridge. Ah, it's just so good. Yeah. Um, so I hope that you had some fun today. Um, you could, what could you do with this exercise? Um, you might have a couple of sentences that are good. Um, I think that if nothing else, it will hopefully have helped us to describe um, objects using unexpected words. It will have helped us to dig deep. Anyway, I hope that you're having a good day and thanks heaps and I'll talk to you soon.